Mike, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, man? I'm great, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing so well, Mike, and I thank you so much uh, for coming on uh, with me. And, Mike, everybody's feeling exactly what you said they would start feeling. Does this thing stop, or are we on a rocket ship? We're on a rocket ship, and it's going to get worse, C.L. It's it's getting ugly. It's really simple. Let's just look at the facts. In August of 21, crude oil was $63. In November of 21, it was $81. Well, what happened? Well, we elected a president who said, I'm going to declare war on fossil fuels. And the first thing he did was eliminate Keystone. He suspends drilling on federal leases. He suspends federal leases. And so guess what? He declared a war on fossil fuels. He keeps blaming it, and I don't know if you watched him today. I, I did, and it makes me mad every time I do. But but he said, oh, the reason things are so bad are twofold. The the pandemic, you know, and, and the supply chain and, and the, the Biden, I mean, the, the Putin uh, war. Okay, February 24th, Ukraine war begins. Crude oil is $92. It's trading over 100 a day. So it's gone from 63 to 81 when Biden's elected, 92 when the war breaks out, and it's 101 today. Wow. What's what's going on? Look who's in charge. Look who our Secretary of Energy is. Secretary Grinholm, an attorney general at Michigan, and then governor of Michigan, Harvard Law. She was a professor at UC Berkeley. She's in charge of our energy policy. What does she know about energy? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Look at our Secretary of Transportation, Buttigieg. What, what is he? He's a mayor from Indiana. In fact, even in looking at Wikipedia, it said when he was appointed, he had no background in transportation. So wow. why do we have supply chain issues? Why do we have energy issues? Because we have people in charge who know nothing about what they're doing. Mike, is there is there going to come soon a day where we'll hear drill, baby, drill, again uh or we're gonna have to wait for joe to go what what's happening i mean we we can't sustain this for another uh uh three to two years we can't do this see i I agree with you i I think we're gonna see six dollar gasoline before the summer you know the the experts all of a sudden are now saying we're gonna have 160 170 dollar crude oil by year end you know look at what the saudis are saying the saudi oil chief today said all energy sectors are running out of capacity We've seen it in Europe. We're seeing it here. When you, when the G7 and the EU said we're not buying any more Russian crude, that's 10 million barrels a day. The world only is consuming 100 million. So you take 10 million barrels off, nobody can make that up. OPEC can't. We can't. Nobody can't. So and, unless we get our act together and start, and I've said it a thousand times, we need all energy. We need coal. We need. We need natural gas. We need crude oil. We need wind. We need solar. We need all of it. We're we are so energy dependent, and and we're because of environmental policies. We're cutting off our nose to spite our face, and it's getting ready to bite us. Will the change in uh, drilling? Uh, uh, w- will there be a change in us drilling? I mean, because Mike. Uh, we know that we're walking around here in America, down there in Louisiana. There's a pool of natural gas, pool of, of oil all over this country. We're walking on top of it. Does it make any sense for us to be in this situation in the first place? I mean, how do we get here? Well, it, it, it's simple. And you're exactly right, CL. The United States has a 100-year supply of natural gas. But, but what has happened with this war on fossil fuels? 
first of all, BlackRock and, and other uh, capital firms said, we're not loaning any money to any of these oil and gas people because they're, they're evil and they're destroying our environment. The big banks, we're not loaning you capital. And, and today, the president goes on TV, and what does he say? You know, I'm tired of, of these oil companies returning profits to their shareholders. We need to raise taxes on them and, and make them pay their fair share. Now, so to answer your question, are people going to drill more? No, they're not going to drill more. The capital's not there. The, 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 um, the administration is constantly telling us that he's coming after us. In fact, I was reading this morning this natural – their new uh, – uh, NEPA rules that are going to make it harder for oil and gas production to occur, harder to build pipelines. So at a time when, when we're desperate for, for cheaper energy, and, and listen, I will tell you, CL, I don't want the price of oil to go up anymore. I, I think $100 is already hurting us right now. We're seeing it. I can't imagine being a truck driver and paying over 5 almost $6 a gallon for My fuel. We, we can't. We can't keep doing that. America can't afford that. We're going to go into a recession if we don't get our act together. But if we continue the rhetoric about how terrible oil and gas people are, we need to tax them. They're not paying their fair share. Nobody's going to spend money on drilling, and prices are going up. It's Econ 101, supply and demand. I when read supply- the clip, Mike, <laughs> that Biden was talking about that a recession was off the table. Uh, as he is prone to do, and Jen Psaki will be on late, later, I'm sure, to back up whatever lies he tells, uh, is recession, in just just your educated opinion, and folks, he has the education, speak on this. Mike, tell us uh, how, how, how close we are to, to recession. Well, the same people that told us inflation was transitory are now telling us recession didn't come. You cannot continue to raise the price of transportation without running into a recession. Uh, America just simply can't afford it. Between the supply chain issues and, and cost of, of fuel, we can't do it. We've got to do something different. And, and, and I'm the last person in the world that wants a recession because I, I will make more money when crude oil goes up. But if nobody's buying it, there's no uh, there's no demand. So, I, you know, I wish... I wish that crude oil, I would like to see it go back down, you know, $75, $80 where people can afford to go on vacation and go places. But it, we're getting ready to see some ugly, ugly things. Uh, we're, we're out of formula. We're getting ready to run out of grain. Uh, wait till you get your electric bill this summer and realize that, that uh, your fuel surcharge, we're using $8 natural gas this summer where we were using $2 natural gas last summer. Uh, it's it's going to be ugly. Wow, wow. And Mike, who does this hurt the most? Your Democrats have always said that they were the on the side of the little man, the guy, the working man. But Mike, uh, uh, this 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 exposes a certain lie that has been told for many years now to certain people, especially poor folks, black folks as well, Latinos as well. Mike, uh, 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 who does it hurt the most? Who who well, is really going to exactly, hurt here? You, you're exactly right, CL, and, and that's why you're seeing the Hispanic vote suddenly switch to the to the Republican side. And, and I think you're going to see all minorities when they realize, look, we can't afford to have these people run things because they, you know, I, I, I tell my friends, you know, I really ought to be a Democrat because I make so much more money when the Democrats are in charge because they so misunderstand the free market. And, and sooner or later, people are going to wake up and realize that these people don't know what they're doing. I mean. Senator Scott is, is slamming Biden again today. And, of course, the, the media is having the field day with that because Biden jumped on him in, in his speech this morning. But uh, sooner or later, people are going to wake up and realize these people don't have a clue. 
None of them have ever met a payroll. They appoint people to, to run these agencies that, that don't know what they're doing. And so you get these crazy, I mean, look at the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Last month, we're going we're gonna to get rid of 100 million barrels of, of crude oil, and we're going to lower the price of crude. And then what did they announce this month? We're buying it back. Oh. So what, what's oh. that all about? Oh, my God. Mike, the effect on the minds of our young people, are they being uh, groomed to become accustomed to this type of store shelves being empty, this type of America that you and I just could not imagine when we were getting out of college and, and starting our lives, we could not imagine this America. Uh, what about the effect on our young folks? You talk to them all the time. Well, and, and CL, they're seeing what you and I saw when we got out of college. Remember 18, 19, 20% interest to buy a house. Uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, they, they have lived through a, a two decades now of, of 4% interest. And now all of a sudden they're hollering because it's five and a half percent. Well, I can't afford a house anymore. We just wait. I mean, again, the Fed's telling us we're raising rates. We have to address inflation. And the only way to do that is by, by raising rates. So, yeah, they're, they're does, in for <laughs> they're Does in the, for does the inflation rate, do you take like here in Florida where I am now, the the land of the free, the home of the brave down here. Uh, Mike, the, the, the housing boom is just off the chain. Uh, will this affect that even though, I mean, it doesn't, I don't see any end to it here in Florida, but will it affect it? Because you can't, uh, trying to retile a, um, um, a roof, a tile roof, uh, and and I'm, it's something like 8 to 16 weeks, in some cases 32 weeks, waiting on the the the, the tile uh for the roof to come and and mike that that's standard around the country so will this actually affect the the the, the housing boom that's going on especially here in a place like florida i don't think there's any question cl not only are you not able to get the tiles then you have to get the labor to put it on. And, and, and those folks are having to be paid more because, uh, again, we're looking at wage inflation to, to compete with because everybody are looking for workers right now and they're not enough workers. So, again, back to our Econ 101, you know, when the, when the demand is there and the, the supply isn't there, the cost is going to go up. And, and that's what we're seeing in the housing market. We saw it with lumber last year. Uh, the housing market here in Louisiana is slowing down some. It's slowing down some in Texas. That's more a function, though, of, of interest rates. But uh, there's no question that there's, again, look at what apartment rents are, are doing right now. Uh, all of a sudden, people who cannot afford to buy a new house are looking to, to rent an apartment, and the apartment rents are going up. It, it's it's a vicious cycle, and I don't see it ended anytime soon. Mike, I was home a couple of weeks ago to our hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana. You're there more often than I am. Uh, one of the things that I'm very concerned about is uh, the crime rate. I uh, know that you have a mayoral election coming along uh, there. But, Mike, uh, what, what kind of hope are you holding out for Shreveport? What, what has to happen for, for there to be some type of turnaround in our hometown? Well, first of all, we we need to we need to all get on our knees and, and pray to God because we have uh, we have got an absolute. It's just a, a quagmire here in Shreveport right now. I mean, we I can't remember how many teenagers like eighteen have been killed this year so far. Uh, the thirteen year old that was killed a week and a half ago in her house just by a random drive by shooting that a bullet happened to go in and and, and kill her. Uh, but, but, you know, our mayor's been AWOL on this CL. I've yet to see anything from our mayor talking about what, what all's going on. And, and a lot of the churches are having uh, prayer meetings. We had one at First Baptist the other night. 
there have been some walks, uh, but but it's going to take a lot more than, I mean, prayer is a great place to start, but it's going to take a change of heart in the community. And I just, I don't see it happening right now. Wow. Wow. Well, folks, the same story may be happening where you are. Mike, uh, we're going to bring you back in a couple of weeks when, uh, and I pray God it doesn't, but if it does, if folks, if it, if it cracks over 530, uh, a gallon, hey, uh, then to, to fill up some of your vehicles is going to be close to $7 if you're driving with premium. And so uh, yep. God bless you and God keep you, Mike. Fight the good fight. I know you will because you are. Thanks for coming on with me. 